Welcome to Analyst Talk with Jason Elder. It's like coffee with an analyst, or it could be whiskey with an analyst reading a spreadsheet, linking crime events, identifying a series, and getting the latest scoop on association news and training. So please don't beat that analyst and join us as we define the law enforcement analysis profession one episode at a time. Thank you for joining me. I hope many aspects of your life are progressing. My name is Jason Elder, and today is another wrap-up show. This time, we are doing a wrap-up episode for Small Steps with Seth Potts. And of course, who else would I have on the show with me other than Seth Potts? Seth, how are we doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I am doing well. It's a new year, but we wanted to take an opportunity to talk about what you accomplished in 2022 with the Small Steps videos, the tutorials that you have been producing every Tuesday since the beginning of April 2022. So I guess for those that may be unaware of small steps, let's start out with your purpose. We'll just do a brief introduction. Yeah, so we talked about originally is just kind of one of those things that evolved from some of the trainings we've had at conferences, whatnot. You know, a lot of people train on specific thing, case studies, this and that. And there always seems to be a need and interest in certain products and Excel is one of those things that I feel like almost everybody uses to some extent, some more than others. But in discussing that, like, it's like, yeah, we could, maybe we could put on like a weekly video, weekly training just for little things in there. So that was the original idea is maybe more on a beginner level, but just little short videos, you know, anywhere from two to 10 minutes, depending on honestly on how long I wind up droning on on something. <laughs> but yeah, just like little things that you might not know, or even if you refresher or I try to give some some real life examples, normally made up data, but data nonetheless that, that analysts would see. And we just kind of started started going through some of those. And, you know, it's just, it's been, it's been nice. And, and, and my, when I, you know, always search stuff in Excel, it, it always seems like the examples are accounting based, sales based. I mean, almost everything. And it's kind of like, that seems like something that we could use in, in crime analysis in our field. It's just kind of translating that example over from sales of, of it seems like a lot of times it's just produce. <laughs> I don't know why that's always a <laughs> thing, but it's like, how can we make that practical for, you know, our work? And, and that was kind of the idea. And, and we could just kind of jump straight in with it. And we've kind of evolved it a little. And I think, you know, overall, I've gotten a little, a little quicker doing them. I, I'm still getting used to hearing my voice. I try to just <laughs> hear it one time to make sure everything recorded right. And then I, I never, never look again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll pass with time. Eventually, you'll be okay listening to your own voice. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Programming note, I forgot to mention in the intro that we are going to be taking calls later in this episode. We're going to be listening to your don't be that analyst calls. So please get in your calls to the show. So you mentioned it's small steps, which is a play on law enforcement analysis podcasts. So we want to keep them short and, but it can be difficult to keep it short. I substituted for you over the summer for a month and man, I thought I had this three minute video planned and then before i knew it i was talking for 12 minutes yeah yeah you almost you almost feel like initially that you need to draw it out a little hmm. and then uh, you get part way through and be like man i'm about a, a fifth of the way through this i'm kind of through the amount of time i wanted and then go back and start again and like all right maybe i don't need all this so yeah it's it is definitely something that's a little tough to get used to but it's tough to keep keep it 
short and concise. <laughs> yeah. So do you have favorite episodes that you did in 2022? Specific episodes? You know, what I found interesting, because a lot of times I will do a little research of my own, you know, about certain tips or tricks and stuff like that. And throughout this process, I've, I've actually learned some stuff myself. And there's, man, there's nothing better when you're presenting and, and you present on one thing that just seems so simple. <laughs> but it was one of those things that like no one really seemed to know about. And you just get that reaction of, no way. Like, well, I, now I feel <laughs> dumb for not knowing that. And I actually I didn't found this and, and presented on it like at a, at a conference as well. But I, I did an episode on it. And so it kind of is one in particular that I just, I continue to go back to the idea that like, as simple as this is, that's kind of why we do this. There's simple things that as much as you use Excel that you is, is staring you in the face and you're just like, I just never knew that was there. And it was an episode. It was was a shortcut. It's Control E. It's Flash Fill. Yeah. And it, it just like I say, it's one of those things going through. When I was looking through things to to do a little video on, when I came across, it was the same kind of thing. It was like no way. <laughs> like you know, you got to go test it out. Like I got I got to test this on something now. Like it's, it's like watching a, a you know like a, a video on Facebook. All, all these things where people try show something and it turns out being fake like yeah i knew that wasn't real like that's almost <laughs> how you feel about it like this can't be real there's no there's no way yeah. and uh, you know sure enough so yeah it sounds nerdy enough but get excited about so, so a function you find in excel but yeah it's really that was one in particular that you know when i found it was just kind of like i can't i can't believe that's a thing and that i didn't know about it but yeah that episode was kind of fun just because it was one of those things that for me, not just for, for anybody else watching or, or training that it gets kind of excited or, or just that unreal, like, I can't believe that's a thing. It was one that yeah. hit me that way. That is one in particular episode wise. It was cool just to be like, yep, let me show you guys what shocked me. <laughs> yeah. And the AI portion of that is fascinating what they've built yeah. into that because what Excel will start to do yeah. is try to guess with what, what you're, you're trying yeah. to do and then apply uh, that to all yeah. the records. So yeah, and it is, it is hit or miss. I'm hope yeah, and I'm, I'm hoping that's something that they build on. Sometimes we get things pretty complex, and I guess I understand why it wouldn't quite understand when you get too crazy with it. But, you know, that kind of stuff is something they, they do continually build on and things get better. So, yeah, that is a very fascinating thing because it's, yeah, intuitive as opposed to just a black and white, this formula does this. So yeah, that was interesting. That's one that I'm impressed by, but it's just, I don't, out of sight, out of mind, I don't really yeah. think about it and do yeah, it. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm probably a little bit of old man elder stuck in my ways a little bit. <laughs> I just end up doing it. I, I'm definitely that way with yeah. the V lookup and the X lookup, yep. Yep, right? Yep. I know X lookup is there and every once in a while, if it's convenient to use X lookup because of yeah. the columns that they're positioned in. I'll use X lookup, yeah. but most of the time it's just natural for me to just yeah. still use the V lookup. Yeah, and I get that. And that V lookup, nothing about that. It, that's one of those ones that uh, when you first learn it, every time mm -hmm. you do it, you got to go back and like, now wait, what am I? What do I put in this session? It almost feels like once you've learned it and you got it down. You're almost like, I, mm -hmm. I earned this. <laughs> I earned this yeah. knowledge and I'm not going to get away from it now. Now I know it and I'm stuck with it. Yeah, the XLOOKUP is a, a, a little easier, I think, especially if you're learning. If you didn't know VLOOKUP or XLOOKUP, you might as well just learn the XLOOKUP. But yeah, you're right. It's it's hard to get away from some of those things you've learned 
previously. You get stuck. Your your I guess not to sound nerdy again, but your favorite your favorite formula. What's your favorite Excel formula? You know. <laughs> yeah, and it's with that. I always tell folks when it gets into those complex functions, especially XLOOKUP, is to start it the XLOOKUP open parens and then and then hit the shift F3. And then that'll bring up the function arguments. And there's a little help tutorial there that'll help you step by step with all the arguments of the function. So I don't have to do that with VLOOKUP. I still have to do that with XLOOKUP. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. How about other episodes? You know, I, I kind of got got off on a tangent of some dashboard stuff, and I kind of tried a couple you know, episodes kind of building on each other, mm-hmm. and that was kind of an interesting process. You know, I know everybody uses Excel a different way um, for, for their work. Some some rely heavily on it, some not so much. Some have other products that do these dashboards and things. That was one for me because I, I my department, we don't have that much specialized software for things, which is fine with me because I, I mean, I know some of these things can, can do just, just as well without me having to learn a whole new process. Kind of like you say, once you learn some of this stuff, it's hard to get out of your head and go mm-hmm. into moving to another, another piece of software would be tough. So yeah, I, there's a, a stretch of those where it, it really made me think about it because especially when I'm coming with examples, I'm kind of like, you know what? I mean, I might be starting a project using this myself. So this is kind of a, a killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> I'm helping my personal projects at work and I'm going through the motions of, of showing people the steps that I would take to do it and what I'm actually doing. With that, there I actually learned a little more with some of those dashboards <laughs> was that, like I said, that camera tool, I didn't know was there. And that, I haven't had a chance to actually use that myself, but that was another one that I like the idea of these dashboards. And, and I personally connect things in through access, some queries I've built through a, uh, a direct connection to our RMS database. So it's, for me, it's just making a dashboard and, and kind of putting it all together. So that was a, a short series kind of a couple episodes one after another that kind of built on each other. So that was something I, I kind of thought was not only very useful, but kind of a, a little branch off from a one episode, just a quick thing. It was kind of like, hey, stick around and you <laughs> watch this whole process, but it's definitely not enough time to do that in one episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think some of the buttons and drop downs and other stuff that you can apply to your data yeah. is a one-off Right. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I always get a little cringy with Excel because you show s- some analysts this stuff and it's it, kind of more for I would recommend it for one off projects. Like if you have yeah. this one time presentation or you yeah. have this data set for one time, I, I hate to have them get to the point where they're having to update this week in yeah. week out because oh, really yeah, yeah. if you're doing something regularly it should be automated and it's yeah some oh, yeah. of the stuff in excel it's it's hard to automate yeah yeah and a lot of that depends on where you're getting your data from sure if it's something that can update automatically that's great i know sometimes it's not sometimes it's those one-off projects and that's where a lot of this stuff i think comes in handy like and like i say it's, it's hard to just rem- remember these things as much as anything, you know, I'll remember like, I know I've seen that and I, I, I know it's available and I can look it up. <laughs> so yeah. I, hopefully some of these videos could do that. Like, oh yeah, I remember the, there being this tool there. I don't remember exactly what it is or where to get to it, but I know where I can look it up. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 That's why in the title bar now they have just a general search. So if you know yeah. what you're at after X lookup, yeah. for instance, you can just type 
uh, yeah. text lookup up there in the title bar and it'll give you the the link to how to set it up so yeah yeah um, more convenient yeah there's a whole section with that function library and it kind of has it grouped out to different things you know date and time text logical things like that you can always look up in there but yeah, yeah. We, we try to dig through some of those obviously a lot of things get into accounting and i don't really deal too much with that kind of stuff luckily <laughs> but yeah. yeah yeah another another series that you had early on in the channel is doing the text to columns yes yeah yeah that was uh, that is when we always talk about you know who when we work with other people in our departments this and that how yeah you do something and they're like you're a yeah you're a wizard <laughs> like, <laughs> and and that was that's one kind of a grouping that I feel like that's a common thing that if you start doing that stuff for somebody and they're like what'd you do like how'd you do that <laughs> and it's so simple and that's one that I find very easy that's that's a good one to remember the uh, the text to column as well as concatenate I mean just the word concatenate you say oh all you got to do is concatenate it and they're like you you what <laughs> so you know what I mean so yeah those... it's like a it's a three dollar <laughs> word for a two cent function yeah, right right yeah and the, I mean those are some that I if you learn you could use those over and over um and, and so those those were some of the ones starting out like when we're starting out when I'm, i say i'm basically starting from nothing like i've done nothing on here so there's not anything that's already been covered and those are some of the ones that come to mind like right away like well this is a, i mean this is a these are easy ones that I, I i've used repetitively i like i know these are handy so you start digging into things like that and, and yeah those were some that came up right away and just use those all the just a good one to remember i think if you're going to memorize any any of them that's a good one yeah my tip for using text to columns is to remember that Excel will remember the delimited characters that you yeah. split by. Yeah. So what I mean by that is let's say that you use text to columns to split by the pipe character, for instance, or tilde or whatever you use to yeah. separate the data. If in that same worksheet, if you come along and paste data into another tab, Excel's going to remember that you separated out the data in that yeah. way and it'll apply it to that that yeah, new yeah. data you're pasting in. And you may or may not want that. And yeah. I actually didn't realize that I learned that the hard way when I was putting some <laughs> yeah. data together and like, I didn't catch I didn't catch it and I published it out and then the person received and like what's up with this other tab and I was a little red yeah. in the face I was like oh I didn't realize that that would happen and it's you know we we're talking about the some of the stuff that's intuitive uh, on there in like a kind of the AI kind of function of trying to figure out and do what you want. I mean, there's a con, there's a real downside to it. And that's, that's a perfect example of it. That's just like someone that wants to help so much. You're like, I, I appreciate your help, but I don't, <laughs> I don't need that much of it. <laughs> yeah. Now, the only way I know to get out of that is yeah. to actually go through the process of going through the text to columns and then unchecking that off and then hit okay. And then yeah. going back and 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 pasting in your data. That's the only way I know. There might be another way out there to do that, but that's the only way that I found is a workaround for that when I have that scenario. Yeah, you gotta at, at this point it's kind of just extra work and going back through it and undoing mm -hmm. it manually. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, you're right. There might be a way to do it. I'm sure yeah. it can't be the only one with that frustration. I'm sure that comes up a lot. And maybe that's something, you know, when they put out new versions, it's kind of hard to figure out what all they've updated. Mm-hmm. That could that could be something that winds up getting corrected at some point. Yeah, that's a good point, too, because we're dealing with law enforcement. And so you get to the point where you have analysts from different departments having different versions of Excel, right? I yeah. sure hope oh, yeah. <laughs> I sure hope there's not anybody dealing with 2003 Excel, but yeah. you do have people that are going to be on Office 360, so they're going to have the latest and greatest, and then you're going to have yeah. people that are going to have older versions after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Office 365 is one that uh, my my department d- does not have that yet. They have a like I was able to get them to update everything, and we have like a I don't even know what they call it. It's not it's like 2021, I believe, but they call it something else that makes it seem like one of the last standalone versions they're going to do. And I just know the Office 365. Pretty much anytime they push out updates in your computer, things update on there. I know there's things and not just Excel, but I think PowerPoint's one that I've seen in particular where there's extra functions that only come with three, Office 365. Now that's frustrating when you try to put something together on that and you try to go send it to somebody else and they're like, <laughs> it's not functioning right. Hey, well, it's cool. I promise you it's cool. Sorry, your computer <laughs> doesn't have it. <laughs> you know, But yeah, it's the same thing. That's a bit of a downsize. Some of these, like the Office 365 might get some stuff that other people don't have. And hopefully people kind of get caught up uh, along the way. But, you know, that's I know that's not always in the budget for, for cities and departments or at least it's not a priority. Some people are going to get stuck with some of the older versions. I had that for a little while with, with some stuff. We finally got everything back on schedule. But we had, we had some stuff running 2007, at least on the access front. For, oh, wow. For things. I'm like, yeah, we got to update. Like, this is this is like patched together, <laughs> patched <laughs> together between different versions. Like, we, we got to update everything. So, yeah, that is that is definitely something you can run into. And I, I most of the stuff I do, try to I, I assume most of it is pretty blanket for the last couple versions at least i think it's gonna be impossible to get everything but i don't technically have the latest and greatest with office 365 so there's probably stuff i wouldn't be able to do on there anyway but yeah like you said was the x lookup that's a good that's a good example that was a newer formula they put in and i can't remember if it was 2016 was the first it might be but i think there's might be 19 might be 19 yeah. uh, so there's gonna be plenty of people that don't have that available mm-hmm now or yet hence why vlookup still a viable thing because that is earlier as well so yeah it's 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 hard to pick through those and figure out what's in what's in what version yeah Hmm. then do you have a favorite moment of 2022 yeah is i don't know doing doing this starting to do it and and like say kind of the difficulties of getting into the idea of of recording videos like say hearing my own voice and doing this stuff and I, i mean uh two minute, five minute, whatever video recording taking me an hour to do because I keep deleting things and I hate it and everything about it. You know, the whole, out of this whole process, one of the coolest things, and I, I was at, at the IACA conference, big conference, and someone was talking to me about the, the show, the, the small steps. And she mentioned that her, her kid loves it. And I'm like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? What do you mean your kid? Lo-? Like, how old's your kid? And I, I don't remember his exact age. He, he, he was younger. You know, grade school kid and essentially what happens she, she said she watched the videos and he he watches you know youtube whatever shows on youtube and it kind of gives you that you know video clicks over to the next 
mm-hmm. and it just picks it out. And it essentially, after the videos he'd been watching, small steps would start up and <laughs> he, he'd still be watching. And he it would always, he's like, he, he just, he knows your intro and repeats it. He's in there saying, welcome to small steps. <laughs> and it was one of those things that I, I thought it'd be fun to give him a little shout out to, to Ben at the beginning of, of one of my shows and the, yeah, doing that, I heard heard back from him saying that he was just over the moon about it. <laughs> so, yeah, having a having a super fan of of a show on some short tips for Excel was something I never expected would be a thing. But yeah, that made that made my day, made my year for sure. Yeah, yeah how fun! That's that's awesome, Ben. Someday yeah. is gonna revolutionize Excel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> Hello, I'm Barry Fosberg, the Senior Analyst with Houston Police Department. I'm here to do a PSA for regional associations. If you're an IACA or familiar with IACA, get in, find out if you have a local association. And if for no other reason your crooks don't know you have borders, your borders typically have other crime analysts, and this is a great way to know them by name. My name is Rachel Sungaleski, and here is my public service announcement. Being a law enforcement analyst by trade who's definitely worked in the open source intelligence world, one of the things that has always driven me crazy is the amount of oversharing our world does. So my public service announcement would be to keep your business to yourself. Stop telling the world everything about you on social media because it near about always comes back to bite you. Maintain a professional image at all times. That is my recommendation. Speaking of revolutionizing Excel, I did want to take a moment and just have a conversation of if Microsoft would listen to us, what would we want Excel to do? Yeah, that's that's, that's, ooh, that's sometimes that's tough. Sometimes you yeah. just get used to how things are, and you you, mm-hmm. you don't give it another thought. Yeah, one of my biggest, I don't say gripes, but something I wish that they would do better about is mm-hmm. like the formatting for dates, dates and times. And even when I know the tricks, I feel like even though the tricks to to get things in the right mm-hmm. format and everything, I. I there's just times where you do something and like it's, it's still not putting it as a date and time. Why is this so difficult? I think there's definitely room for improvement. And I, I know we kind of had chatted before, like kind of that drop down menu for the format. It gives mm-hmm. you the general number, currency, accounting. They have short date and they have long date. But uh, at least in our field, a lot of times we, we run across is that that date and the time in military mm-hmm. time or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And it is kind of, you got to go in and you got to go to the more, you got to go to the custom and you got to make sure that formatting's right. And, and almost every time you do it, I always forget like, oh, it's a capital H with some brackets around it might be the military time or the 24. <laughs> I, I don't, every, you got to look it up every time. I wish that they would update that and make, make date and time formatting much easier or just the fact when you pull stuff in and is clearly in a date and time format and it it puts it as something else when you copy it copy and paste into there yeah once again yeah. that might be like part of their intuitive stuff that i wish they wouldn't 
try to be intuitive on, you know. But I would, speaking of copy and paste, I wish that when you copied something and then you go to make even the slightest change, you wouldn't lose your copy. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? When you hit the yeah, copy yeah. and you got the marching ants, and then I go to paste it on something, and then I might make either a slight change to the new spreadsheet. I may be putting a, a, a title to it, and then I go to hit control V to paste in yeah. the new data, and I've lost it because I've done something yeah. there. And it yeah. seems to Some me that it should still be in my clipboard that I uh, yeah. shouldn't have lost it and going back to that. And I know I realize that that might seem small, but I, there's been a number of times where it's just been super annoying yeah. that I lost my that's copy. A, and that's a repetitive thing, yeah, Yeah. all the time. I, I tell you, the other one that I do all the time with that is if I have something like a field that I've copied it, mm -hmm. and I hadn't gotten to the pace, whatever, and I try to I, I try to start typing something else in, I always forget there's like a, if I don't double click off of it, it's still in there. And if, especially if it's something that's referencing other fields, then mm -hmm. I just mess up what I've done, and now I gotta go and and Control Z undo it and figure out what I'm doing again. But yeah, those those dotted line, yeah, it's yeah, it, it stops when you don't want it to stop, and it keeps on sometimes when you just don't want it to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and don't get me started. Like when you have filtered data and you're trying to uh, copy and paste stuff in there, that can be a a nightmare too. But that one, yeah. I guess I I can at least a little bit understand how that behaves because you are dealing with filtered data and then uh, you're trying yeah. to paste new data in there so that's at least a little bit i i have a little bit more patience with that than i do the losing the copy and when i'm trying yeah, to copy yeah. and paste something so oh, yeah. hmm. i guess my big thing with excel and this is this is would be really large this is not something simple that they could add this would totally revolutionize what they do but yeah. to me I think they should have a platform in which it combines all the office tools, meaning yeah, yeah. that if you are in Excel, you can source data like you are in Access and you can just pull it over there, like Access and Excel yeah. merge into there. So you get some of the power in Access yeah. with some of the flexibility in Excel. And yeah, then also and also join that into PowerPoint, that you just move it from one there. Now I want to present on this. So now yeah. I got to move this into a presentation and, yeah. or maybe it's a write-up that I have and I have to do it in Word. And yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think they should all easily, seamlessly link together into one platform and that you shouldn't have this situation where, oh, I got to go to access in order to get this to work or I'm in yeah, access yeah. and I've said, oh, I, I'm just going to take this over to Excel and get it to work and then bring it back into access. I mean, that is really yeah, there's some annoying. Extra steps, extra steps to, to do something. And kind of like talking earlier, if I don't have specialized software for stuff, chances mm -hmm. are I'm using all the Microsoft products because that's what I have. That's what a lot of cities, a lot of have is, is the Microsoft products. They have nothing else. So yeah, I mean, you're using all of them. But like you say, there's extra steps you got to take to do this and that. And I've got to open access separately. I've got to do everything here. And, you know, there's roundabout ways. I, I do link stuff into Excel from access, but it's two different programs open. Things function slightly different, you know, a, a slight different way. So, yeah, it's a that that would be cool to have everything like yeah. a 
one-stop shop where you could incorporate everything. Yeah, well, and, especially I mean, with the report, the reporting function. And this is what I railed yeah. on in one of the episodes that I substituted for you on. It's like, yeah. I wish there was a way that I could build a report in Excel. And what I mean by that, say like I have a detailed set of data with number and post, maybe the reporting area and district. And I want to yeah. create a summary that adds up or counts the the data by service area and post and yeah. district. Well, the only yeah. way I know how to do that is you select those columns that you want, copy them, bring them over to a new spreadsheet, make them distinct, and then do count ifs functions or sum yeah. ifs functions yeah. if you're you're summing. And to me, that it works just fine. But to me, yeah. that there should be a way easier way to re summarize data off a spreadsheet yeah. in Excel. Yeah, and I I think along those same lines, another thought I have is a lot of times I'll run into one of the situations where you're having to Google search like how to do whatever in Excel, and when you finally find the answer, it is like a line of code. <laughs> with yeah. mixing in a bunch of different things and formulas together and things like that. I'm like, man, it would be nice if they would kind of go ahead and make some formulas that take that on, that do the complex portion of it. Even if it's, you know, more stuff to fill out, kind of like you say, you get a little information from them on, yeah, this formula, these are what, this is what you're filling in. Like this, you put this, this is going to be your range for this and then the comma. And then now you can just, do you want unique? values do you want you know whatever the case may be can at least walk you through it i think yeah. there's enough enough of those formulas out there that i've seen and, and that's one that i've definitely dealt with you, you're talking about kind of the unique values versus duplicate values in there and you're wanting to count certain things and it's a it's like a research project trying to figure out how to do it <laughs> i think yeah. they could simplify some of that stuff and yeah, yeah. like you say i mean chances it... are there's ways but it's uh hard to find yeah. Yeah, you know, you're writing a script and all that other stuff. Yeah. And then if it's for a one-time project, is is the yeah. juice worth juice, the squeeze? Yep, is juice worth squeeze. Yeah, and if um, it's not, if it's a more long-term project, maybe you shouldn't be using Excel, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe you need something a little more robust if that's the case. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely something that a simple project could wind up taking you a long time when you're really trying to get something to function a certain way and it's not just in there like yeah you could frankenstein something together and make it work mm -hmm. but yeah here a lot of extra work for for one thing <laughs> yeah hmm all right well good did you have anything else no i that's all i could think of off the top of my mind i'm sure there's okay. other things i'll run into yeah. something here in a week <laughs> yeah that's true all right. Well, hey, we got some callers on the line, so let's hear some Don't Be That Analyst. And for those that may be new to the show, the, the Don't Be That Analyst segment is callers who have seen an analyst do something that they really shouldn't be doing. So our first caller on the line is Agnes. Agnes, what's your Don't Be That Analyst? So please, when you are doing your Intel products, please save it. Save it, save it. Don't be the analyst who complete everything and don't save the Intel world because it's gonna shut down the computer, you will lose everything. So please save it. 
all the working that you're doing every 10, 15 minutes, because I have a lot, a lot of experience back on my days when I make everything super perfect, beautiful, you know, pretty everything and don't save at the job. So, and the next day when you're going to look into search, you need to do it again. So yeah, save and save often. I always say, and I don't always practice what I preach though. Unfortunately, there are times that I have lost data or products that I thought I saved, but I did not. Yeah, that's, that's no joke there. There's nothing more frustrating than needing to pull something back up and realizing you didn't save it. Or even if it's just an example, like a formatting or something, gosh, being like, I have that. Well, I think I have it. You know what? I probably just deleted it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a that's a time time saver right there. If you get a good product down, good intel down, and don't reinvent the wheel, you should don't have to, shouldn't have to start from scratch yeah. if you already got it saved. Yeah, that's a that's great advice right there. Hmm. And I don't know if this is with all Windows, but I know at work I have the ability if there if if the data is on the network and I changed something that I didn't want to change and saved it. Let's say I did save it. I can go to that folder, go into the properties, and they will keep older versions of the files that are in that folder. So I can actually yeah, revert back to that myself yeah. without getting IT involved. Yeah, I think I've got a hit, hit and miss with that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like it's there and sometimes it's already cleared whatever out. But yeah, yeah, I know that is a function, like a recovery function uh, yeah. on some of those items. Yeah, so you might have that option as well if if you've done something you shouldn't have kind of thing. So, yeah. all right, our next caller is Lindsay. Lindsay, what's your don't be that analyst? Don't be that analyst who refuses to share information and resources. We're all trying to accomplish the same thing. If you have a tool that will help others, please share it. Yeah. I should go without saying it is fascinating that you hear that where somebody's like, yeah, I had this tool this whole time and just kept yeah. it to myself and didn't even share it with other people within the department, let alone the rest of the law enforcement analysis world. Yeah, that's something, I mean, you know, kind of along the lines of, of me doing these videos and sharing little things that I know. And I still get things from other people that they know too, but yeah, you're not ever going to know it all. And this this line of work is, to me, the sharing is like, it's just invaluable. We, we can't all know everything. Can't all have the same resources or know know everything like that. Yeah, definitely share. That's that's one of our, our prime objective is, is to, uh, you know, share the information we have with each other to make everybody, you know, function top in. That's, uh, mm -hmm. you say it should go without saying, but yeah, I've seen it before. Sometimes it might be out of not being confident in something, you know, anybody would want to hear it mm -hmm. uh, or it could just be, I don't say selfishness or just not thinking about it, but yeah, keeping stuff to yourself. <laughs> it's just, doesn't seem overly, you know, a good successful tactic for, for, you know, cohesive work with everybody else. Yeah. I think that especially is true if we're talking about software that's specific to the law enforcement analysis profession because if you get something maybe in i2 or arcgis or even a records management system that you've figured out a little trick certainly yeah. there's going to be an other analyst out there that could benefit from that that trick that you learned yeah definitely so all right 
Next on the line is Amy. Amy, what's your don't be that analyst? You know, Jason, I'm going to say don't be that analyst that uses different fonts in your flyers and on your reports. We're going to get overwhelmed and we're not going to know where to look and what to go and what's important and what's not. So don't be that analyst. I think it's funny because we try to be clever, but sometimes we do too much. And yeah. you certainly can get a little too fancy and have too many colors, too many bolds, too many font sizes. And yeah. before you know it, everything's blending together. And what you're trying to highlight is actually hidden with all the noise. Yeah, yeah, you start start looking like you just uh, sending a letter. You kidnap somebody, <laughs> you know, <laughs> all the different fonts and sizes and that. Yeah, keep it. Uh, what's the saying? Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, yeah. Sometimes less is more. That's that's a good bit of advice right there. Just uh, don't go overboard. <laughs> Next on the line is Carlina. Carlina, what's your don't be that analyst? So don't be that analyst that doesn't mention the data caveats or limitations with the data whenever you produce an analytical product. You want to make sure that you explain every possible limitation, whether it's missing data or missing variables, and you provide that before any product leaves your office. I think this is really important advice because your data definition needs to be known to the reader because they may have their own ideas on what your descriptions of the data are they could take it into a total different direction than your intent and yeah. oh, so yeah. when you use these terms that you think are column knowledge be be really careful if you're excluding certain records or you are combining records and giving it one name that data governance aspect yeah. might not go to your reader, especially if you're talking about stuff that goes outside the department and it gets into the public's hands. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I had that come up and I had, this is not the first time I've heard that advice and I, I can't tell you how much stress it would have saved if I would have known this up front really, or thought about it up front. I asked to pull some, some data for like some, some seems simple enough, but traffic crashes, mm -hmm. intersections. And it's just one of those things that it's okay to say what the caveats are like, yeah, you know what? The data is only as good as what comes in, you know, per, per our system. This is showing crashes at the different intersections. This is things in the intersection. This is things right outside that we, we would consider intersection related. But on top of that, there's always a caveat of this is per our system. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> to say that this is not perfect necessarily. Here are the limitations of it. This is what we're looking at. Yeah, getting something like that and then having it passed over to city council and then winding up on the news and you're just sitting there hoping someone doesn't come asking like a billion questions that you could have just taken care of up front by saying, hey, this is what this is. <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly. This is what this information is coming from. Yeah, that's that's fantastic advice right there. Yes. All your products need to have fine print. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that is Don't Be That Analyst. And if you have a Don't Be That Analyst that you would like to share with the show, please email us at leapodcasts at gmail.com. All right, Seth, let's finish up with an outlook of 2023. What can folks expect from small steps in 2023? Yeah, so it's been a bit of a, a learning curve here for me and trying to figure out how to get things to flow right and 
as this kind of has evolved, what I would like to do going forward, I will still do some small, you know, formulas here and there, things like that. I'll probably add a couple, I, I guess, kind of extended, like a couple videos in a row, almost like a little mini series for things when I come into it. But what I would love to do is have more kind of real life examples from people. I've had a few people throughout this year email me and ask for help on a specific project or people that had different, you know, varying degrees of, of expertise in Excel. And here's a project, they send me what they have, and I can help them work through how to make something function how it needs to, or how they're they're envisioning it. So I would love to have some more episodes over maybe products or, or specific issues, even if it's something that we've gone over a formula for, more of a, a real life situation, you know, like, hey, I've got these two spreadsheets here, and I'm trying to combine some stuff on it. Is there like an easy way of, of kind of connecting these things like that where we can really pick through a problem that someone's actually mm -hmm. having and not, and not just, you know, just some bare bones, general stuff in Excel, kind of mix and match that up. So yeah, I would love to, to get more actual feedback and problems maybe people have that we could real life help solve and we'll mix those in however but yeah we're gonna we're gonna dig through i think i'm gonna dig also start digging through some of these extra menus in excel i think i found some of the more like i did that camera tools one which i you know mm -hmm. it's buried in a in a, a menu inside of a menu inside of a menu seems like so yeah i think i'll do some extra digging on stuff but as much as anything i would love to have some some real examples from people some real problems that we can solve and i think that as much as anything I guarantee if someone's having a problem with something or questions on how to do something, I guarantee there's somebody else out there that's having that same issue. And they might not, might just not know that something's possible yeah. or that other people are having that same issue. So that would be my hopes is to get some real life examples. Yeah. So, you know, one that I just thought of that would be beneficial, I think, to folks is the concept of turning your data into a table and what yeah. that means in Excel and yeah. some of the functionality that you get from that because it does give you a lot of functionality, which I think is great. But at the same time, one of the downfalls that I found with it is it blows up the size of your spreadsheet. It's, it's yeah. a lot more megs in that table data yeah, as yeah. compared Tables. to leaving it data, regular data. Yeah. Tables versus ranges, and yes. <laughs> sometimes switching it to a table just for a short time, and then switching it back to a range. That that information could be pretty good to dig into. Um, yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. Well, hey, do you have any just real quick words to the world? I, I just say I appreciate people actually taking time to listen and, and some of the feedback we've gotten. Yeah, I appreciate you guys hearing my voice. Hopefully, you don't mind it as much as I do. So thank you for, for all that. And yeah, absolutely. I'd love to keep helping. So if you guys have something, feel free to email me. I would be more than happy to, to look into any Excel issues you have and, and hopefully be able to help you out. So don't hesitate to, to contact me with specific problems or honestly, any ideas you have for the show, any specific formulas, things like that. Let me know. I'm happy to help. All right. And thank you for doing this for LA podcast. Love the tenacity, love the willingness to learn and share. So thank you so much for putting this together and publishing this out week after week. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have something that you want Seth to go over, email us at LA podcasts at gmail.com and we'll certainly get Seth on it.
All right. Well, we've given them just enough to talk bad about us later, but I do appreciate you all being with us. Happy New Year. Best of luck to everybody in 2023, and you all be safe. Thank you for making it to the end of another episode of Analyst Talk with Jason Elder. You can show your support by sharing this and other episodes found on our website at www.leapodcasts.com. If you have a topic you would like us to cover or have a suggestion for our next guest, please send us an email at leapodcasts at gmail.com. Till next time, analysts, keep talking.